Hey guys, welcome back to The Theory of Three. Uh, my name is Austin. I'm sitting here with both of my brothers, Curtis and Philip. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys are having a great, wonderful day uh, out here in the middle of, of the COVID crisis. Um, yeah, but like, still. Yeah, yeah, still, um, however long it goes. Um, but yeah, I, I, one of the things that I, I, we wanted to talk about on this podcast specifically um, is a conversation we had about public interactions. Um, I think, Curtis, you had like a funny story that happened to you recently. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think well, I had one. I worked on a feature in uh, Kansas City back in 2000, I think, 15. Um, and during while we were shooting at these apartment complexes, I was sitting, I think we are, I was having lunch and I was sitting in the back of the grip truck and this guy pops his head out from the, the window and goes, what are y'all shooting? And my typical response, which we'll talk about here in a second, is we're shooting a mayonnaise commercial is what I b always say. And uh, he goes, oh, are you guys shooting porn? And I'm like, no, we're not shooting porn. He goes, no, you guys shoot porn, are you? I'm like, no, we're not shooting porn. He goes, no. Hold, and, he, and he yells down to his neighbor, which is sitting on the porch. He goes, I don't remember the name. He was like, hey, they're shooting porn. He's like, and the guy, the old, these are, so the guy that's yelling is, is probably in his 50s. And the guy that's down there is probably in his 60s. He goes, oh, really? He goes, where? <laughs> and so it, felt, it was like two or three guys that ended up coming over. And I was like, dude, no, we're not shooting. We're shooting just a scene. They're like, you guys shooting porn? Can we see them? Can we see them? I was like, oh, God. Um, wow. But that's one of the things is like I was I was talking about because I had I was on a shoot last week and a guy walked past and was like, "Hey, what are you all doing?" And I was like, "We're shooting a mayonnaise commercial." And my grip that I'd worked with, he was like, "Where did you guys come up with the mayonnaise commercial? Where do you keep saying that from?" And I was like, "I don't know, actually. I actually don't know where we. I don't know. It's just so ingrained in in my memory that we're no. just like that's what you say if someone asks you what's going on, sure. which is like interacting with the public. You don't for." privacy reasons and also just the, the uh, privacy reasons of the production company. You don't say, you absolutely do not say what the production is or where it's going or any of that stuff. That's I mean, yeah. that's up to their discretion. You also don't want them sticking around. You yeah, know, exactly. Appearing in the, in and, the set. And, yeah, and who, who if we're shooting on location, who wants to say, yeah, Holly Berry's in there. She, we're shooting a commercial yeah, with her. And yeah. They're going to go, oh, can we, can, we, can we meet her? Can we which go is, in? Which is nothing against, but like, we're, she's yeah. working, we're working, so we don't yeah. want, like, yeah. Keep it professional. Yeah. Now, which, like I, I I do I do know that like on larger sets I mean obviously they have like full security PAs we, yeah you know, PAs stuff, will yeah. never see these people um, in those cases but like on smaller commercial shoots even if you have like B-listing actors there's just an overwhelming amount of people that just ask that stinking question especially like, if yeah you're in a city yeah, landscape I, yeah. I know when I sh shot uh, I was on this commercial for Walmart um, and they had Kristen Bell and her husband Dax there and I I <laughs> Um, being an AC, like obviously there was what two PAs huh. on that whole thing. I mean, obviously there was a ton of assistance for like the actor, was it assist um, the assistant to the director. Well, sort of. <laughs> like it, 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 it's like yeah. Um, no, it, it, there, I mean like the talent agency was there mm. along with Kristen Bell, and obviously they had like a whole entourage of people, of people there. but they weren't on set, and okay. set was like out in the pu like public area. Um, and I remember just it became like as soon as it was revealed that they were there it was just like a mass of people that like flocked to um, and and all of them were asking what it was and I think in that instance specifically we weren't allowed to say what it was so we just pretty much just thought like oh I don't know that was the statement and I, I again it's a, the, it was a discretion thing that they specifically asked us to say just you don't know so, why, why didn't they just shoot it at night 
because they wanted real people's interactions. Like yeah. that was the idea. They were oh. they were filming actual people in the background. And you don't want to shoot at night because then it would just be drug addicts and druggies, meth heads, and, and, meth heads yeah. and yeah. drunk people going into the food. <laughs> and then you're like, so what do you guys think? Hi, like, hi, hi. Um, I'm a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> just like walk by. But what cracks me up, I think, what is interesting is I I feel like we talked with uh, Scott McClanahan about this, and you said this right yeah, before yeah. the podcast. Yeah. I think we came up or he came up with it, or we talked about it because it was like the most like uninteresting who wants to stick around and watch a mayonnaise commercial being shot you know it's like who, <laughs> and, yeah, and there's that one exactly. creepy dude that's just like I want to watch him spread that mayonnaise all yeah. over that bread yeah. slow yeah I mean no one every single time that I've said it I've gotten very mixed reactions like, you either what? have the guy that's like it's confusion oh, oh okay and then walks on and like looks back at you like Oh, he's lying. <laughs> he's lying. Expecting the two like naked yeah, exactly. actors to walk exactly. across. Exactly. I knew it. I knew it was hard. <laughs> um, but uh, that, or you get the guy that goes, "Oh, really? What? What? What brand?" And I'm like, uh, uh, "I, I, I, I just know it's mayonnaise." That's, uh, like, that's, mayo, that's, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's mayo. Mayo. Uh, really? Am I supposed to know everything? Um, yeah. Sniffs cocaine. Um, but that was always funny to me, and I, I just wanted to bring that up in a sense of. It's just hilarious to have the the public interactions with either the crew members or something like that because yeah usually we have security or there is security you know we're blocking roads off then they're no. a long ways off we don't have to really worry about it and then but. you get the random one that yells halfway across the parking lot hey what's going on over there it, yeah. yeah i i i will say that when we when philip when, i think you'll remember this but shooting in new york the one thing i appreciated about that is the fact that I mean, people, yeah, they saw a camera. And it was just, like, a group of people running around filming stuff. They didn't no one give cared. a beep. Like, I beeped myself, yeah. Um, <laughs> they, they just didn't care. They, we, also, we also went, when we were out and about, we really sized down. And oh, yeah, we, we were, were running gun. Yeah, you guys, look like, you guys look like vloggers. Yeah, we look like vloggers. Yeah, pretty much, you know, Nobody, yeah. nobody yeah. cared. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I fully think that, obviously, the size of the, of the crew is going to, like, heavily depend. I, and I think in our culture now... Especially, dude, going to LA, it was like every 30, 40 feet, you see somebody walking around with a camera, mm. right? And people are vlogging, people are filming this. People, I saw like at least 10 different people walk, walking around with reds. I know I at least saw two people with Alexas that I sat down and talked with. One had a mini. And it's just like, it, it's commonplace there. But when you go outside of anything that is either LA, Atlanta, or New York, it becomes like kind of a, a celebrity of itself because you go anywhere they're oh what are you doing well it's a midwest guys? thing yeah. yeah yeah it's a midwest yeah. thing for yep. sure for sure um cracks me up <laughs> people's uh, what people get interested in and then they will stick around to watch like we've had people just stick around for crowds hours. for hours yeah hours. sit in their cars yeah uh yeah. We, we filmed in uh what was it columbia missouri is that where we filmed and we were in a park we were shooting yeah. in that park and there was that family that sat in their car and for like watched. what felt like an hour and just watched. Yeah. It's like, bro, do you not have any, th like what? We were shooting on a pretty busy street in uh, here in St. Louis and uh, they, uh, I'm walking in and out and our, my grip's like, we've got eyes in the sky. And I'm like, what do you mean? So I look up and there's like apartments up above and there's like four people just sitting out on their balconies, <laughs> like just watching what we're doing down there. I was like, oh, wave up at them What's and they up? wave back, yeah. Um, What's worse is if if you ever do like an indie project where, you know, you don't have the budget for, cr or like security and whatnot, and you're panning around, you see these random people in the back, like, oh, yeah. those random people standing right next to your gear set, like looking down, yeah. like, yeah, like it's like it's like you watch finished project, yeah. you're like, I wonder what they're doing, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And that's not staged. That's real. They're turning around wa- looking at you because, uh, you know, they want to know what's going on. So. Yep. It's not fake. Yep. But, um, yeah, that was that's topic number one. Not topic number two uh, would be music. And I wanted to talk about music with you guys in a sense of uh, – because my genres have been all over the place in a sense of finding something that either focuses me or I want to either uh, – relax a little bit mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I want to just listen to music because it's in the background and I, I lend to more towards the the genre of like movie scores in a sense of even game scores for that matter game sure, scores sure, sure, uh, sure. God of War uh, yeah Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. some really really good uh, mm-hmm. scores but like what do you guys lean towards um, something I do for when I'm trying to write something or being creative which I'm not very creative but um, when I'm trying to write something, I listen to old classical music, like mm. not necessarily classical, but um, I, yeah, I've like heard of this, 60s, 70s, 40s, 50s, like um, Sam Cooke, hmm. you know? Sure, sure. Um, it just it, it there's I think there is something to it, you know. We grew up with Sam Cooke though. Yeah, mom would mom, our mom would just blast that in the in the vehicle we'd be driving in. <laughs> yeah. Like here, actually, I, I randomly pulled up something I was listening to earlier. Like I don't know if you'll be able to hear it, um, but like I've I've got this copyrighted. Really... We've got tons no no no. Of this listeners. is not this is we not got tons copyrighted. of listeners. <laughs> I know I know we're gonna get copyrighted oh, so much. No, um, it sounds like this. What is that atmosphere. like? What is that like? Uh, beta waves or alpha yeah, waves? Beta waves and alpha waves. I've really started messing with that thing. because it's been a um, so you're a beta. <laughs> it all makes it all makes sense. Oh my god! No. <laughs> wow, that was, good. That was, that was convincing. <laughs> no, I I've really begun to realize that there is a a very specific level within us all that, that like subconsciously when you get into the vibe of something, it'll kind of drive you. I I've noticed that um, in working out, I've started listening to like techno music, hmm. and I just, I've always hated techno music. But there's something about modern techno with like deep bass and electric, and it's just this pumping drive. Like, it sounds like blood. Yes, and it and it and it's just like I get oh, I get into the rhythm of it, and while I'm working out, it's steady, and it yeah. keeps me steady. Yeah. This mm-hmm. kind of music allows my brain to just relax, and I stop thinking about it, mm-hmm. and it'll be in the background. It's the only kind of music that I've ever listened to that I can hear but not register. And that's so satisfying to me because I'm all, I'm an extremely attentive individual because it's hard for me to even write if I'm listening to rap music because I'm gonna want to start going with the beat. I'm gonna start singing to it exactly, yeah. and it's just become a lot more difficult. Like I love listening to rap while I'm driving; it yeah. keeps me busy. But you know, this kind of thing is something I've added into like when I'm reading or you know so on and so forth. It also mm-hmm. depends on how loud it is too. Like it, volume if, is huge. Yeah. If it's if it's super loud, then yeah, and it has vocals. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. But then, yeah, I do. I do listen to a lot of scores. I listen to, man, I listen to a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't. Zimmer. I don't like. I, I I don't listen to a lot of country, but I've started, um, I've listened to so much country. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I think it's just the groups. Of but I I don't around. dislike any, unless it's like ultimate screamo. I I will I will know? say yeah. Ultimate screamo is well. It depends on the band. In a sense of you know, uh, thunder, hell yeah. I'll listen to Thunder every day. How about how about, how about uh, you mean just like classical scream. rock? Yeah, classical. yeah, yeah, hell yeah. 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 But uh, the the one genre I do not like is unless it's like uh, cold outside is jazz. Really, I do not like jazz unless it's like that <laughs> cold uh, November, December, January time, 
and that's the only time I, I, that. I, I feel like jazz actually because like it's just like a weird instrument like I don't know it's just like a bunch of yeah but that's so like, just my take almost well it, it's kind of the same thing that I listen to sometimes it kind of randomly hits me I listen to like vlog music and I don't know how bad that sounds but it's like it's like vlog music it's like classical type of well you know yeah but they're, they're jazz yeah jazz jazz has got like a lot of trumpet it's got a lot of like yeah keys and piano and then you know drums and all that good stuff but um i i yeah vlog music in the sense of like you're talking about like casey neistat type of like stuff you know like it, again it's like driving kind music. of it's like, that, like that song honey yeah it's that like exactly like yeah that i can't remember the band the name of the yeah. band but um yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I, I also think, it's for me, it's like I've gotten to a point where I like to just go with no music sometimes, you know, if I'm wanting, Silence, just yeah. wanting to focus. Um, and I, I feel like that should be obvious in a sense, but just having no music and just, you know, kind of with your thoughts and thinking about what you're trying to say is, is also super important without having anything in the background to distract you is good too, yeah. you know? And just listen to the thoughts that you're having. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes dark, sometimes dangerous, but you know it's there. Some so. sometimes if if I listen to music too much while I'm trying to write something or while I'm trying to, you know, um, do any type of work, sometimes mm. it'll just completely distract me. Mm. And I just have to pause it mm. and then get that that task done, and then I can go back to listen to music. It's mm. like it takes too much of my brain. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. Like, it. I don't know. I, I know that there are situations where, um, like, I think I've really started enjoying country music just because of the fact that I've been going to, uh, like, bars. Mm. And there's just something so good about its atmosphere what, set. Would you say country or more folk? Folk country. Yeah. I don't, I am not a fan of, like, twangy country yeah. at all. I love folky country. I love... Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that, that it's, is it's beautiful. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but like I think that it really comes down to where I'm at too. If I'm around a certain group of friends, then then I'm automatically I almost attach a genre of music to them because that's what they listen to, and I I feel very comfortable listening to all of them. There's only like I think metal and like hard screamo is the only thing that really bugs me. Like I love rock, I love metal in some instances, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just that, it just depends. Is that some some part of that revolve around rapport, like? I know that we've had dealings in the past where we go around a certain group of friends and you change, um, not necessarily who you are, but sure. um, what you listen to. Like, like, there's the one guy that listens to like One Republic and Coldplay and and you, that's all you hang around. That's yeah. all the music you suggest to him. And then you go hang around a bunch of other people that listen to nothing but country. And so then you're you're interested in country while you're around them. It's just does some of that have anything to do with building rapport while you're mm. around them? To me, it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter. If I if like we go hang out with uh, let's say Matt for example, he doesn't go out of his way to listen to country. I don't think yeah. he will listen to like the bands we just talked about and and even more Cold stuff that I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Um. But that being said, I'm not gonna suggest to him that I'm not gonna send him a song and go, hey, what do you think of this new country song? Like that's yeah. just not gonna happen. But country comes natural to us because our grandpa. Anytime that I've got that memory stuck in my yep. brain, yep. that's all he had in his truck was <laughs> was country music. Yeah. So if I smell grass. Or I'm on the farm. It's country music. That's just how it is, um, and that's what I associate that with. You know, it's like I, I'm fine with country. It just depends on what the song is. And again, not all country is the same, but there are some very, very good songs that are in, the written by country artists that are just that are really, really good. Yeah. Um, but it just all depends. 
and I don't think it does. I, it may do something re with rapport, but I, I don't think it's about just fitting in. I just think that you, you don't, you know, you want to fit in or you want to associate those the music with, you know, mm -hmm. with the people that you want to hang out with. So it's just it is what it is. And and it does determine on what your what your purpose is for it. You know, I, I mean, every instance is different. Whether you're working out or you're trying to study or with you're just being with friends or you're looking for a party or you're trying to create like a wedding mix. Like you yeah. know, how, like you have to decide what what it's for. Mm. And I know that it affects like everybody differently creatively. Yeah. Um. And there's certain music genres that I'm more creative in than others. Music in general but, is, is so influential. Nice. If, if you if you take the science down, I don't know it, but super it, it shapes, does shape yeah, what you it do. definitely yeah. definitely like how you I, feel exactly mm -hmm. like i i know that there are some people this is so weird i know that there's been studies done that show that there are certain kinds of people that when they listen to like rock and screamo they actually have their heart rate lowered and then other people are just the opposite effect it's because like they're it, it's about like i guess uh what's the what's the phraseology it's a uh, uh oh sorry conditioning your brain gets conditioned to a certain type of music and i know that for me i've started to realize i can't watch the same kind of show back to back to back i can't watch a bunch of horror films back to back to back i can't listen to country music for like six days straight without mixing it up with things i can't i can't dress the identical same way every single day otherwise it drives me nuts does that mm. make sense well i could do like, that it's a it's it's this variety Easy. concept that i know for me and again everybody else is different they could listen to the same music every day all day but I've noticed that because I'm around a lot of different people that are from different backgrounds and like different kinds of things that I've begun to enjoy just all of those different things, mm -hmm. like all these different aspects, because I, I seriously cannot tell you how much I used to hate country music. <laughs> I hated it. But now I absolutely love it. There's something so unforgiving filtered. and unfiltered about it that they're, they're, I don't have to think about it. I just enjoy it. And it's, I don't know, it's just like a new normal. For however much it's worth. Exactly. Like, like yeah, there's like absolutely <laughs> dog levels of country music. And the same way with rap. Like, each each genre has its own, you know, crap into the gutter shoot. But it, it still has taught me to appreciate other industries and other genres. Other yeah. yeah. I think country music is like what gets it. If, if you have someone that doesn't like country music, they won't, well, they won't even touch country music. And if you have someone that loves country music, it's hard to get them to listen to really anything else. Yeah. You know? Which is a shame because there's so much there's so much other good music yeah. out there. I I watched a film about a month ago starring um, Johnny Depp and he plays a gangster from like the 1950s. Black Mass. What, what's that called? Black Mass. No 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 no. He plays a gangster. It's like a standalone film. This is like early 2000s. Well, okay. this is a full movie. It isn't a show. It it is a standalone. In, in Florida, is his brother part of the Senate? No. Senator? No. Okay. Yeah, uh, like it, it's a really weird thing. He ends up being killed at the very end, but it's huh. a story of this gangster oh, has nice like spoiler alert. Like yeah, I know. But <laughs> nice. like he has absolutely it's it's the the whole era of it. I remember watching the film. I didn't know if I was gonna like it. I love it now. Hmm. But as soon as I got done with the film, I just started listening to more of that style of music. Like mm -hmm. the fifties big band swing and so on and so forth. Yep. That just set that mood for me. So Wait, I don't know. It, who played Al Capone? Al Capone is played by. There's a new film coming out, which I'm actually really excited for. It's a, woman, it's a transgender woman <laughs> in a wheelchair. Wow. No, um, it is uh, played by Tom Hardy, and he plays oh, nice. Al Capone. Oh yeah. Okay. He. Oh dude, it's so good. He look. Oh, that good. man is good. He's Tom Hardy legend. to me is is one of the actors I. He's the bane of actors, isn't he? He's. <laughs> dude, I like him. He's just no, he's, cool. He's, he's a you really know? cool guy. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah. So, any any other shows you guys have watched recently? Well, I want to... Let's talk about... We can get into shows here sure. in a second. What? But I want to talk about consistency. There's a guy that I watched. Uh, there's a channel on YouTube. I can't name the name of the channel. I'm hilariously. But there's a guy... Uh, his name's Simon uh, Sinek. S-I-N-E-K. Yes. Yes. So, he did this talk. He did this talk. And he was talking about consistency. He was also talking about leadership. And the points he was bringing up was absolutely astounding. I would I would recommend before I go in and try to uh, ramble on about what he said, just go watch it yourself because he, he said it very more elegantly than I will. Um, but basically what he was saying was that the idea of leadership and the idea that you, when you fall in love with someone plus when you do anything consistently, it's not a matter of uh, you believing in what you're doing, it's that you're believing in the process of it. And he was talking about, he's like, you go to a gym and you work out for a day and you come home, look in the mirror, you don't see anything. You don't see the progress. But then you go back to the gym, come back, you look in the second yep. day, you don't see progress. And then you're like, I'm done. There's no progress. Um, he's like, but there, he's like, but if you keep doing that consistently throughout X amount of months, he's like, at some point you're not going to, there's not going to be a specific day that you're going to go, I'm in shape. You're just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but I guarantee you one of those days you're going to get in shape. He's like, one of those days you're going to get in shape. And he's like, he was talking about when you, uh, same thing with the relationship. He's like, there's no point where your wife is going to go. Uh, she's like, he's like, she didn't know when she fell in love with you. He's like, it's just over consistency of days that it was just like, it's the consistency of being there. You know, that it was just like, oh yeah, I can, it's the same thing, which was interesting to voila. me. And yeah, voila. Yeah. The same. Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how, um, he was talking about that. Plus he was talking about how individuals or people can only be close friends with 150 people mm-hmm. and that uh the max. only yeah max and the people the only way they decided that and there was a name for it it's like some it was a guy that invented this theory which huh. is a very very go watch the video why 150 people well he said it's the 100, 150 people out of all the studies they did 150 people it was the 150 people were the only people they would if you walked into a bar, if the person walked into the bar and you already had people sitting with you, they would be someone you would invite to sit down with you without being invited. He's like, there was only 150 people they would do that with out of max. X amount of studies. Yeah, max. Hmm. Um, and so they were saying that as even as a CEO, and they were talking about businesses, even as a CEO, a company that has over 5,000 or 6,000 employees, he's like, you can never know every employee. And he's like, a CEO that says... I care about all my employees. He's like, you don't. You don't know everybody. You don't know every employee. And to say that every employee is good is like just you know? Um, But he's like, what you can do as a good CEO is to uh, be there for your seniors and then tell your seniors, I'm here for you and I want you to pass that on to the people that you're in charge of and then it just keeps trickling down to the people that are the masses, which is where the thousands are. And those thousands look at their boss, whoever those 150 are, and go, that's my boss. He has my back. And that was an interesting dynamic of that whole consistency. Well, that's true leadership. You're true actually leadership. Like, yeah. yeah. But it, it's the idea that consistency also builds leadership mm-hmm. in a sense of that, you know, you've got just a repertoire of doing it. And that was another thing. Like, it, and it also tied, it struck me because I've been trying to do either post more on Instagram and post on, on LinkedIn and do all this stuff and just even post, get more social media stuff out there. And uh, it struck a chord. It was like, yeah, I've only, you know, you only do it for X amount of months 
or years. Gary Vee was saying that he did he did the wine business for 15 years and then did start doing YouTube and videos, started doing yep. videos for eight years and never saw anything out of it. Um, and then he just recently sold his wine business to like one of the biggest or the biggest wine company in the world. Wow. I don't know how much he sold it for, but I would love to see that check. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was the consistency. He's like, you don't, he's like, you're not going to see the results in eight, six months. You're not, maybe you won't see the results in eight and in, in two years, 10 years. It doesn't matter. He's like, you believe in the process and you believe that the actions that you are taking are affecting something. And that's what will drive you mm-hmm. to, to get there, you, which is amazing. You believe in the long game, not the short game. Yeah, which is what Gary Vee says. Right. Yeah, he believes in the long game or the long term instead of the short game. Yeah. Yeah. Macro instead of micro. Yep. Yep. But Hmm. that's the tidbit for this week. Go watch that video. It's on YouTube. Uh, Simon Sinek. Am I saying that right? S i n k s i n e k is his name. Go watch it. Uh, It's a great talk. It's like a seven minute talk. Great, great stuff. I've seen some of his stuff quite a while back, and the dudes. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's good. Smart. Yeah, oh, yeah. Smart. He's like he's like Jordan Peterson, but a little different. Yeah. Is he a practicing? He's not practicing. I mean, you know, he's a business owner, but I don't think. He's I don't know. I don't. I don't know that much about him. Honestly, he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> but what were you saying about TV shows? No, I was just asking if you guys have watched anything recently because I have literally seen nothing. Same. Nothing. Like I've just been so uninterested in. Like I, I know that the the Warner Brothers is starting like production on three different things. I know that um, Jared Leto is in conversation to uh, be on a sequel for Tron. Hmm. Dude, I pff, that would be a throwback. I remember watching Tron for the first time, and I'm not gonna lie. For those that don't like it, I loved it. Tron. Oh yeah. Tron. I just love the concept of it. I think the like the visuals, like the world, the world building, mm-hmm. everything. I thought it was dope, but. Like, I'd be curious to see what they're intending to do if they're either A, rebooting it, or B, which is hopefully the more likely, a sequel. Hmm. It's um, interesting to see franchises. Uh, I watched a, a, a small TV show that had one, ep- one season, and it was the worst first season. I'm, I'm just talking about this, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to rant about it because it was just terrible. Um, what was the name? I don't remember. It was that bad. But it, it was kind of like, it was a wannabe Witcher, or like a wannabe... Chosen? Yeah. But what... Was it called Chosen? <laughs> did it have the 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 old... It's with the... Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I, I don't even remember it. <laughs> wow. But, but, but what I'm trying to say is that if you, you look at franchises who have that way of expressing in whether it's a book or, or a TV show expressing a world right so mm. Tron wasn't as big as let's say you know Game of Thrones right sure the the, the world of Game of Thrones is huge the, and the way they yeah, the yeah. way they expounded upon it was very very well done and when you go and you see these knockoffs their worlds are just tiny they feel in small. comparison yeah. yeah and it's an interesting I don't know. Comparison. What was the name of that show that uh, Grim, uh, the Grim, yeah, Grimm. that show. Yeah. That to, to, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't. I didn't get the sense like he was talking about small like lore. There was lore in it, but it wasn't expounded upon as in Game of Thrones. Like if you watch the first season of Game of Thrones, you felt as if the world you only saw 
snippets of a world that you wanted to know more about. You know what I mean? Like there's you were talking about the faraway west. You were talking about deserts and sure. Khaleesi and all this stuff. And then like there's just bouncing all like the wall and all this stuff. The it also world made felt, characters feel like they're a million miles away. The from world each other, felt yeah. bigger and like the the depth of the characters and the depth of like the languages and the art and the uh, just the overall world felt yeah. real. It's real. also it's also like located in a, they put it if you ever look at the the map it's exactly like it's close but it's like england and then it's like the whale whales in like spain mm. and like it's exactly the same way and it puts like a, a a place in everybody's mind that they can say oh well that looks like x and then they're like yeah. imprint and it also could be that they showed the the literally the that intro is like floating yep. around the whole world as well yep. like you're showing that whole thing but grim felt super small in a sense of like the even universe. though it was just out of seattle it did feel like it, it felt was, small well it's like they were being affected by people that were in germany and that it was just like okay well then how what how far yeah, does exactly, this go? Like, exactly it's kind of yeah. like how all of the cw uh tv shows are they're just no backstory no I mean, there's I some backstory, and that's what they think is lore, yeah. is backstory. And there's no, there's no immersion. There's no, no, nothing. no. The thing is, lore is an, it, lore is not something you talk about. Lore is something you either see or in the architecture, which mm-hmm. is in like the the actual art of the the the. You like you've it's seen like it's passively said exactly like you're seeing modern art in a sense of that you're seeing art, and then you you can see older stuff that's built that looks older than the stuff that you're seeing that's mm-hmm. supposedly new, and that's what makes it. That's what, even Lord of the Rings. Like you could see yep. older, older statues, older monuments, and then you see the new, and you're like, like okay, this is this 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 whole universe, this this whole ice mindset and theory and theology behind it. Harry is, Potter. It's been there. Yeah, exactly. Same. You felt like a world. Uh, again, there. like in my opinion, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, you still feel like you you never explored the the rest of the world it still feels like there's plenty more to explore yeah because yeah, yeah, the way it's all of those movies the after, way it's developed you still want to it's yeah. just huge because they don't put an they don't put a limit on it right the reason why grim feels small is like they say seattle you know what I mean? Like to me, it's like it doesn't. It, the story revolves around one location. It feels like it, it. Like every single episode is like in Seattle, and it revolves around that. And you know, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, and Grimm's, you know, it's, it's good. It's just that you know, talking about the idea that when building a universe like that is very, 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 very hard, and it feels like they're just they're writing the scripts as they're making it. You know, as this as a scene at, versus. Versus uh, Game of Thrones up to season seven, it felt like it felt like Game of Thrones did. Blah. It felt like they 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 created season one. Mm. They had a detailed overview of season two, season three. They already had books, and then yeah, but I mean that's the reason. Yeah, but when you when you do like um, I don't forget what TV show that was non book, not from a book, but like they had all that backstory. And they could, they knew it mm. when they shot it, so there was no there was no explanation. It was just show and tell. Yeah, and it's just so much information backstory that was just free. You know? Yeah, yep. Um, the languages it wasn't all of that forced. Stuff. Exactly. Lord of the Rings, like they've got different languages. They got dwarven. They got elvish. They've got different subsects of elvish. They've got well, entish. They've got like all of this stuff. Even if it's only for a, five seconds on the screen, it makes it feel so more expansive 
you know, because it, it it's like, oh, a different language, a species we never even heard of, and they have their own language, and they do their own it, thing. It's playing off curiosity. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Harry Potter's the same way. Yep. You know? Hmm. Anything else? Oh, hopefully, again, I feel like we've said this like a hundred times. Hopefully, this will be the last time we do this one solo mic. Fingers crossed. Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> we will have uh, all of us, our new yep. Macs, they're supposed to be, be, supposed mm-hmm. to be in Thursday. Yep. We're gonna so have bean bags before. We're gonna have beer, and it's gonna be good, right? <sighs> right? Yeah, and that's one other thing I want to do. We need to drink beer when we do like, this. We just like yeah. that's how we. That's how we're gonna start all these. These chairs, we're gonna, like we're gonna do. It, we're gonna pour like a glass of whiskey each, clean, start, and go. <laughs> yeah, you know that's and how I we think, want these. I think to happen. the best part. I think the best part of it is that we start with jokes. I think like we take snapshots of jokes throughout the day, and then we just <laughs> we literally yep. sit down and we or throughout the week because we only do this once a week. But then we just show each show each other, and we just start laughing, and then we just that's when we start. It's like that kind of the break the break the mood in a sense because these chairs I will tell you right now are uncomfortable. You know, have you ever been to a well, wedding? You've been ever to a wedding, and you're like, when we. You're sitting you so far exactly. upward that you're actually leaning forward. You, know? <laughs> you, you, just, you just want to get out of the chair. This is one. These are one of these chairs. Absolutely one of these chairs. But fun times. Uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, no, seriously. Thank you for joining us uh, on this podcast. Uh, we really appreciate that you would you know take time to listen. Uh, please do you know fo- follow us on on Instagram and and definitely check out the other podcasts that we have. Um, they're pretty much anywhere that you can find podcasts. Um, but yeah, again, thank you. And, uh, you know, please stay safe considering all of the, uh, craziness uh, that's out there. But yeah. All right, guys. Peace.